Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. The fan. WFAN. 7.44 here on this Wednesday evening. It's J.J. Jastrzemski. We are right here on the fan. So as we move closer and closer to what will be a juicy football weekend, Sam Panionovich, NBC Sports, our betting guru. He's worldwide. Now he's nationwide. He joins us once again here on the fan. Uh, help us out with this particular week and this particular card. Sammy, my boy, how we doing, bro? What's up, buddy? Number one, I love the jingle so much. That has to just make you perk up when you hear the fan jingle. That is so good. So good. Uh, number two, I'm sweating out Maxion right now. I got the Chippewas plus three at home against Iowa. They're 14 7 at half. There you go. Rocking a little Maxion. Only game in town. And Sam, let's start here. And I'm not asking you to get political, but we're going to talk odds. Have you ever in your years of gambling, Seen a roller coaster ride like we witnessed over the last 24 hours with this presidential election. I mean, I was on EA yesterday from Biden to minus 200 to Trump to minus 500. Now it's back to Biden. God knows what. I mean, dude, that was all sorts of crazy yesterday. Yeah, and let me put it this way. I don't mean to be hyperbolic, but I mean, it's the largest betting event we've ever seen. If you think about the handle, legal handle on a Super Bowl in America, Usually around 155 million last three years. I think the Eagles and Patriots was 159 million. At one legal book in the UK, Betfair, they took over 500 million alone. That's at one book, 500 million. So if you do the math and extrapolate everything out, um, I mean, we're in the billions of dollars. And I, I saw this study, Ehlers and Krychek put out a report. They estimated that if betting were legal in the America, uh, in America rather, um, we'd be looking at $3 billion on the election. Because here's the thing, like you can bet on it, you know, starting in the summer, you can bet on it through November, but you can bet on it literally all day, election day, as the odds change. And you mentioned Biden in the morning, minus 200, minus 225, minus 250. It got to Trump minus 700 um, around 930 Eastern time. So, I mean, there were swings all over the map. And if you really did a good job, I know you said you don't want to talk politics, so I'll talk numbers. There was a chance that you could have got Trump in the morning at two to one, Biden at night at five to one, and then you just sit back and you made money no matter what. Well, let's just say maybe somebody who's sitting in this chair right now was able to take advantage of that, Sam. I'll leave it at that. I'll say no more, brother. Listen, you're not wrong. There were ways to get ahead of that market. Now, 
Let's get ahead of the NFL market, shall we, as we get ready for Sunday's action. Sam, I haven't had you on. It's been a crazy, chaotic year. Um, what has been, you know, the thing you have noticed the most in going through these NFL weeks, uh, you know, week by week, game by game? Has there been one particular telltale sign of 2020? I didn't realize how good the Dolphins' defense was. That's been, honestly, my biggest takeaway. And I look for teams, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, yeah, I like the Chiefs and the Seahawks and the Packers because, I mean, like a lot of times those teams don't really cover all that much, although I guess the Steelers have covered a lot. They're 6-1 against the number. But you have to find a team that you could sort of pound all season long, a team that's undervalued from the jump. And I know you're a Finns guy. I, I went over six wins on Miami, and I'm already at four, right? I mean, is it four or five? I'm, I lose track. Uh, they're four and three. So, yeah, four, four and three. three. Okay. Yeah, need two 20, more. Yeah. I'm with you over six, Sammy. All yeah, over so I need two more. Yeah, I need two more. But how about this? Like, I have a live number right now on Miami, eight and a half. So I can now go under eight and a half. And if it lands seven or eight, boom, boom, boom. I mean, that's the nuts right there. I've been very impressed with their defense. And finally, I think we have a disciple from Bill Belichick that actually knows what he's doing. That guy, Brian Flores, is the real deal. And the way that he's built that defense, from the secondary up has been really amazing. Um, the other team that I've been pretty impressed with on a week-to-week basis, and they've been pretty good for your wallet, is the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and you look at the market right here, it was two and a half, two this morning. Charges were favored. Now it's a pickup pretty much everywhere. So those two teams over the last three weeks, the Dolphins and the Raiders, they've made you money, and the money has moved on them in the market. You know, the market opens up on Sunday for the following weekend. The wise guys and the big money the last three or four weeks has been all over the Dolphins and the Raiders, and it's been true. Sam, let's get to your hometown, Chicago. The Chicago uh, Bears to uh, me. Uh, dude, don't get me started. 5-1, and one, I thought they were the most fraudulent 5-1 and one team I've ever seen in my life. I loved the Rams on Monday night. They smoked them. Now, Sunday they had a winnable game against New Orleans, couldn't get it done. Foles has been a disaster at quarterback. Do you look at the Bears, considering how offensively challenged they are, is that a team that you're circling looking to fade in the second half of the year? I think so. I mean, every game and every price is different. I will tell you one thing, though, and I talk to all these guys that cover the Bears every day. They only have one starter from week one healthy on the old line. That's a problem, man. So Charles Leno is their left tackle. He's still intact. Everybody else is hurt, or they have COVID or both. So they're going with a couple seventh-rounders. They're going with two undrafted cats on the line. That could be a problem going forward. I mean, we knew the offense was janky enough as it was, but now you just have guys that, you know, they shouldn't even be in the league, and they're playing right now and starting for your offense. Uh, the play calling's been a mess. Um, I think until further notice, honestly, I think the way to play Chicago is just to keep looking at these unders. Um, the under actually cashed on the opening number last week, but the closing number, because of all the wind and the weather, like that total Chicago-New Orleans opened at 44-45. It closed at 40. So, you know, they kick an extra, uh, kick a field goal, go to overtime, and it ends up going over, sort of a bad beat. Um, but on the opening number this year, unders on the Bears are 6-2. and two. Uh, That's because they have a very good defense. The defense is extremely good. But the defense, you know, has to be playing A-minus, A, A-plus football every week to bail out the offense, which is a D minus or an F every week. So um, I don't like betting that team. I think they're flawed. And when you can't move the ball, it's a problem. But like I said, the unders on Chicago against the opening number 
Six and two. Um, that's a pretty nice sample size. Sam, to me, the fishiest line of the week. I'm looking at Baltimore and Indianapolis. The line opened at minus three. It's moved towards the Colts. The Colts smoked the Lions last week, and I get it. They're Detroit. They find ways to lose. But that Colts defense can come to play. Uh, you smelling a fishy line there with Baltimore and Indianapolis? So you don't see it that way. Uh, let me put it this way. I was on Baltimore last week. So I'm I'm already. As was I, and I got burned. Don't get me started. Oh, got burned. God, I mean, they outgained them. They outgained the Steelers by 250 yards. And I know, like nobody wants to hear me cry about a loss, and I'm not making excuses. But if I were to tell you that you know Baltimore would run for would they run for 200, 250, and outgain them by 250, I mean, you'd think they're going to cover four. Um, and they're up 17, seven and a half, but. Lamar was bad, four turnovers. So I'm not going back to Lamar, even though like I sort of want to. I'm, just, I'm a little jaded there. I'm surprised, actually, uh, the total has gone up from 44 to 47. I see a 47 and a half right now. Like You would think with those two defenses um, and Phillip Rivers not being able to throw the ball far down the field, we know the Ravens like to run the rock. Like That has all the makings of like a 23 to 17 game, I would think. Um, but the total's going up there, which is a little surprising to me. I think if I had to pick anything, I'd go under a high number, 47. Uh, that makes sense to me. We got Sam Panionovich talking some Week 9 NFL from a sharp side. Check him out on NBCSports.com. Sam, this is a team that I think a lot of people uh, in the square market, you know, a lot of public bettors hammer them week after week, and they're rewarded because they love to cover games. They love to win on the East Coast. I hate riding with these sort of plays, but man, I look at Seattle and Buffalo. I think it's a mismatch. I have not been impressed with the Bills over the last few weeks. Their defense has gotten torched. They were lucky to win last week against New England, and Seattle's been great coming West Coast to East Coast. What's your take on Seattle and Buffalo laying two and a half or three? Yeah, I still think the Seattle defense is flawed going forward, and I don't like them to maybe string together multiple wins in the postseason. But on a week-to-week basis, they've been a great bet. They've covered five of seven. And Russell Wilson is just the best player in football, at least right now. I think he's the most valuable player. I think Mahomes is clearly the best player in the world. But I think the most valuable player is easily Russell Wilson for all the things that he covers up. And he doesn't have the talent that Mahomes has. But you're right about Buffalo. I mean, they've they've only gone three and five against the spread. And as the schedule has gotten a lot tougher, yeah, oh, they beat the Jets. And, they, you know, they beat the Raiders. And they, they had a really thrilling win against the Rams. But, uh, you know, they play Tennessee, play Kansas City, get smacked around. Um, I don't hate that pick on Seattle. And I will say this, you know, they're getting healthier on defense. Griffin was banged up. Uh, I, I saw they get Jamal Adams back. I think he practiced again today. So, we're starting to get healthy here. And, yeah, I mean, anything – I'll say this. I mean, you have a couple twos right now and a couple two-and-a-halves. Um, I don't think it's going to be two two-and-a-half on Sunday. So, if you have a two-and-a-half right now or a three at plus 100, if you like Seattle, I would probably bet it now. If you like Buffalo, I'd wait. You might get a nicer, uh, a nicer price going into the weekend. It is Wednesday, so these markets are going to move. If you like Seattle, I'd lay two-and-a-half or lay three uh, plus 100. All right, Sam. We got to hit on the New York teams. They stink. See, I, I thought that. you were going to ask me about you got to ask me about my college pick because I don't want to We will, lose that don't worry, but I'm going to ask you right. right now quickly. What game would you be more willing to play? The Giants getting two and a half at Washington, the Jets grabbing seven and a half at home against the Pats. You got to play one of those two teams. Who are you playing? <laughs> Can I take option 3, drink bleach? Um, no, no, you can't drink bleach. You know, you can't get the bourbon. You got to play one of those games. Who are you playing? 
I think I'd take the points against Cam, um, and here's why. That defense, that New England defense for years, I mean, we've been able to rely on them uh, as people who follow this on a day-to-day basis. I mean, their defense has always been their calling card. There's been talk about, you know, Brady and Belichick, who's more important. I would argue the defense has been like their calling card since 2000. And they had several players opt out before the season. They have a couple guys on the trading block. A couple other guys got hurt. That team is a mess, and they're just getting pounded on that side of the ball. And it's it's so strange to see that. Um, and Cam hasn't been good. I mean, it's that offense was predicated for years on getting the ball accurately to a receiver and letting him, you know, catch the ball and move up the field. Cam's not even accurate anymore, and, and he's just not good. So I, until I see it with New England, I refuse to lay points with them. I know it's the Jets, but you, know, you said I had to pick one. I'd probably take – there are seven and a halfs available right now. I'd probably take that Monday night. Uh, I won't be happy to take that, but if I have to, I'll probably go J-E-T-S Jets. All right, fair enough. you got a college play you love. What is it? Well, I don't know that I love it, but I'm doing it, and I'm bullish on it. Everybody that I talk to in the Big Ten is like, no, don't do it. I'm grabbing 38 or higher, bro, on Rutgers. I'm I'm doing it. I just – I think Ohio State is a little too overinflated right now. That's not to say that they're not good or great, and it's not to say they can't win, you know, 42-3, to which is very possible. I just think after a national game against Penn State that everybody watched, they've covered two games in a row, the spreads are getting higher and higher. Do they have any reason to run it up on Greg Schiano? Schiano used to coach at Ohio State. I think he's pretty tight with Ryan Day. 38 points is a lot in a college football game. I feel like I need 17 with Rutgers. Can they, you're, you're the guy in, in New Jersey, New York. Can they, can they get to 17 for your boy? Uh, debatable. 50-50. They've looked, I'll, I'll give you this, Sam. They've looked far better than I ever could have imagined, you know, going back two or three weeks ago. But I do understand the logic, and I do understand the value. Now, you're always great, my friend, about giving us a tease to hop aboard on. What is the tease, Sam Panayanovich, that we should be playing here in week nine? Well, I, I always love to make Anthony Lynn the favorite and go against Anthony Lynn. I did that last week. Got a little bit lucky. But, I mean, that guy just – he doesn't know what to do with the lead, and he's awful with his clock management and his timeout. So, uh, if you have the Chargers right now minus one or even a pick em, I'll take the, the Vegas Raiders up to plus six. I think that's a pretty good bet. And on the flip side of that – I think I would probably take, let's see, I'd probably take Miami up to 10 and a half. Um, you know, you go through the five, six, seven, all the way up through the 10. That seems like it's a pretty decent bet. I just love their defense, and I think they're going to spy Kyler Murray successfully. I don't know that they can win the game outright. I sort of like them ATS as well, but uh, that probably be my teaser. I, I haven't put it in yet, but uh, on the fly, I'd go probably Raiders plus six. And I'd go with your Dolphins from four and a half up to ten and a half. That looks right to me. Wild. Final one, Sam. If there's one particular side you love Sunday, um, is there anything you've locked in yet? I did bet the Raiders, but, I mean, that number's gone. I'm not going to sit here and and give you a bad number. Um, Do I love anything on the board? Um, Let's go Chicago, Tennessee, under. I mean, you go under 47. I don't think the Bears get to 17 or 20 in this game. And and that's going to be a field position game where they're going to try and pin the years back on defense and try and keep Tennessee on the field inside the 20s. Uh, Chicago's not going to move the ball, and uh, their defense is pretty good. Remember, Taylor Lewan's off of the Titans. Their offense has slowed a little bit. 
I'll go under Tennessee, Chicago. I think under 47 is a good bet. That's 21 to 20, 23 to 20, either way. Sam Panianovich, check him out on NBC Sports. Great insight on the week nine card in the NFL. Sam, this is too much fun. We got to do this again soon, all right, brother? I'll be ready. I know you will. Sam, keep up the good work. Check him out over at NBCSports.com. We got a lot more to get to. We'll have the agent of Trevor Bauer, Rachel Lubish. She's going to join us in about an hour. We got Giants to get to. We got our around the league stuff that we will get to. Um, Aaron Rodgers right now has every reason to be livid about what the Packers are doing. We got a lot more to call. So get aboard at 877-337-6666. Update time, 8 o'clock. Here's Zach. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.